Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. of the realm of Earth and the realm of Outworld. Each battle takes place on an island between the two realms. There are no armies, only single warriors fighting face to face in a secret tournament. But though the number of warriors is very small, the stakes are enormous. The fate of the realm of the Earth hangs in the balance. For five centuries, Outworld has won every tournament. Nine in a row. They must not win the tenth tournament. They must not win Mortal Kombat. have been chosen above all others as the last best hope for the realm of Earth. <laughs> Liu Kang, trained by village monks. Lieutenant Sonya Blaine, U.S. Special Forces. And Johnny Cage, famous Hollywood star. Hello and welcome to Pixels in the Animation. This is episode 69. And um, we're going to be here talking about Stripperella season 2. Oh wait, that didn't even happen. Damn it! Damn it. 
<laughs> yep. No stripperella, folks, which is sad. Very, very sad. As you can tell, TV's Mr. Neal is here. Not willingly. What could possibly go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, episode sixty-nine. Okay, so I had to this is years ago, folks, because we've been doing this podcast since twenty thirteen. I've been doing this damn thing for four, almost five years at this point. And originally we were gonna go through at the time we I thought we could watch every single episode of Donkey Kong Country, so the original schedule did not even have half of the stuff on it that we've already released. So from, like, it, it always had Mega Man. Uh, it always had the Mario stuff, the Zelda stuff, the Captain N stuff, and all that. Uh, but, like, the Mortal Kombat stuff that we did, Darkstalkers, Earthworm, it didn't have any of that stuff. Until I realized at the time, way back when, that I could not find anywhere to either purchase or watch... Donkey Kong Country, episode by episode. I've since obviously found a place to do so. Um, but uh, yeah, next next time around, we're going to talk about Donkey Kong Country overall because it would kill us to have to go through every single episode of that. <laughs> I'm going to try to watch as many of them as I can before we record episode 70. But we, we were kind of stumped and stuck. Okay, well, okay, so what other video game cartoon can we talk about? We kind of already talked about Power Team a little bit. I think we did like a really small short episode on the Power Team from the Video Power Show. Um, so I'm like, I think we did it within the context of Captain N. It was like, here's here's the Bizarro version of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. And sadly, Wizards and Warriors. Well, Wizards and Warriors did have a. Well, it was part of Power Team because uh, what was his name? Cor- not Kronos. Uh, um, Kuros. Yeah, Kuro. Kuros. That's that's what it is. Um, Yes, yeah, that's very true. Uh, so episode 69, we wanted to put together a video game cartoon series that only had a pilot or just one episode. We came up with three, and these are the three of the worst cartoons in animation history. Oh, yeah. These are three- I, I, <laughs> I swear there was a fourth. I can't remember for the life of me what it was. <laughs> if anyone out there remembers, please tell us, and I'll just give it a, pre- a preemptive zero. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It is, it's probably bad. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Lord. Okay, so, um, I did a mashup of various things at the very beginning of the podcast for, for these episodes. We're going to be talking about Battletoads, Bubsy, and Mortal Kombat The Journey Begins. Save the best for last. <laughs> I did this according to time, okay? When you sent okay. me the when you sent me the YouTube links, all right? Okay. Battletoads is twenty one forty four. Bubsy is like twenty four minutes and change, and for some odd stupid reason, Mortal Kombat: The Journey Begins is like thirty nine minutes and something. I'm like, when the hell? When the hell is a cartoon series thirty nine? Like, okay, Bubsy and Battletoads. Okay, standard twenty one, twenty two minute without commercials. I get that. That's fine. Why the hell is is Mortal Kombat nearly forty frigging minutes? Well, only two of these were intended for air. Uh, the third one was intended to be kind of an intro to the Mortal Kombat movie for some reason. Yeah. Because apparently they didn't think the movie did a good enough job explaining who all the characters are. When in fact it did, and under no circumstance do you need to watch this. There, it adds nothing. 
I'm going to say this right now. You're probably going to fall out of your chair, but I'm going to say this right now. Outside of a couple of the voice actors that are in Journey Begins, like Jennifer Hale as Sonya Blade, that's just epic, awesome, and amazing. Um, outside of that, Defenders of the Realm is better. Can't argue. <laughs> I mean, look, Defenders of the Realm's plots were stupid as hell, but the animation is better. The voice acting is not it's hit or miss, but I mean, that 13-episode cartoon series is better than 39 minutes of this. And they tried to do... Look, I will defend the 1994 Spider-Man animated series until my dying breath, because I still love that show. I don't care how much the red bleeds, damn it. Um, but... You know, Mortal Kombat Journey Begins, like you said, it was kind of unneeded. And my my point of bringing up Spider-Man was Spider-Man, as we know, in that series, did the 2D, 3D thing. Because every now and then when he was swinging on the webs, they would do the 3D animation through the city. They tried to do that here with this... And I, I can't believe I'm getting into this now, but Journey Begins tried to do the same damn thing, which I'll talk about and vent about later. So, Battletoads. I have seen this game. I have never actually played it. <laughs> I've seen one. Oh. It's a very competent game. It, it plays well, but it's... I would almost argue it's not worth playing because nobody ever gets past the third stage. <laughs> that stupid turbo tunnel. Okay, there are guys out there that can, that can breeze through it, but, you know, you guys are fucking robots. You know, the rest of us can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the cartoon series, well, they were going to have a cartoon series for Battletoads. Um, it's basically a half-hour animation special produced by Deke Entertainment, of all things. Because they wanted to capitalize on the popularity of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Well, they would have been the norm for the time. I mean, Deke did a lot of things in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Much Almost all the, almost all the cartoons, with the exception of like Earthworm Jim. Mm hmm Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I sent you a link earlier that I'll I'll throw in the in, in the post as a, as a, as an embedded YouTube video. After I got done watching Battle the Battletoads cartoon, you know how on the side after you finish something, YouTube will say, "Hey, suggested posts and whatever else." And I think it was Battle to the Death or Death Battle. It was Death Battle. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Battle from Screw Attack. Uh, it was Death Battle. Leonardo versus the lead battle toad. Stitz or Tiz or whatever the hell his name is. Stitz. They're all skin conditions. Yeah. Stitz, Rash, and Pimple. Just disgusting. Oh my god. Oh, I, folks, there are no words. I, the Dark Queen was hot. The voice was oh, all yeah, right. The, I mean, the Dark Queen is my favorite part of the franchise. <laughs> Somehow that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um, 
But basically, the story even serves as a prequel to the video game franchise. <laughs> and I... Yeah, it's, it's my least favorite kind of episode. The origin story. Yeah. Which I guess I guess is okay for a TV series because you're still going to have more stories. Mm-hmm. Oops, except this one didn't. Yep. But, you know, origin stories are always really boring. And oh, look who wrote it. David Wise. Okay, look. When I saw that... Because I okay look I, when I, I saw that I'm like really look I've interviewed that guy once in the nine you know nine years I've podcasted and we mainly talked about the '87 Turtle series and his love of turtles and that kind of stuff and other things like Transformers and stuff like that but and that interview was so long ago I probably should re-interview him at some point so normally when I see a writer that I have loved their other work and I'm like oh okay I'll kind of give this a shot but and this is and I highly doubt he'll ever hear this episode, but if he does, David, I'm not trying to insult you, sir, but I say this about anybody. Somebody must have needed a paycheck that week because, oh my God, really? This is a guy that wrote how many episodes of Turtles? How many good episodes of Turtles? You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. He does get the shit shovel. He does have to do a lot of the uh, origin stories or, you Mm. know, first episode of the season where you have to introduce... Like forty new toys, like in like season four of Transformers. Hey, leave Rebirth Earth, alone. Like, there's no, there's no story because you have to keep introducing all these goddamn toys. Technically, it was 120 new characters, according to him in one of his old interviews. Oh my god! Well, that was how many, how many robots were actually in the toy line at that point. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been that many in the episode. I no, I don't I don't remember. I'd have to rewatch it. And, and 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 I honestly love Rebirth. I would rather watch Rebirth than watch this. I would rather watch um um what's the one? I would rather watch Carnage and C Minor than watch Battletoads. Oof. Uh-huh. That's a close one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd rather watch Webworld than watch this. I mean, Battletoads it was all right. But, again, you have these three quasi-teenager, mid, like, 13, 14, however the hell old they're supposed to be. And apparently the principal thinks that they're such a bad influence on each other that he wants them to split up. Mm-hmm. First of all, no principal, to my knowledge, in my 37 years of, of living in my close to 13 and a half years of school, no principal has the authority to suspend you for hanging out with other kids. Unless you're doing, unless you're graffitiing the wall, unless you're vandalizing this, just for hanging out with somebody? Seriously? You can say that you want them suspended? Really? Come on now. That's a little much. And what I like about this is we see that they try to abide by that. They each go off in their own own thing the, the the fat kid does sports the other kid does something else and the other one does technology or whatever and they're not so good on their own but they're okay and they're great when they're you know together as a team um, so one does machines one is cool and rude and one is a party dude there's no leader <laughs> yeah this this show is aimless uh, Oh my god! <laughs> As if it wasn't obvious enough that this was just a cash in on the turtles. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is 
And sadly, this is probably like the best one because I I look at stuff like I don't know what was it Street Sharks and there, mm-hmm. I swear to God there was like a hundred different Ninja Turtle knockoffs in the nineties. Yeah, there was Street Sharks, Extreme Dinosaurs, and a bunch of other ones. But yeah, uh, and apparently it had uh, it, despite it never d- despite the comic style ads in Game Pro magazine. Claiming that it had been picked up, it was never picked up. The, the series. Apparently, uh, obviously no DVD edition. Why would, why would Deke, or I don't even think Deke's even around anymore, are they? They've been, uh, they've been consumed by Cookie Jar. Okay, and I'm not well, even sure if Cookie Jar is still around. They might have been bought out. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think any company would put... A pilot episode just on a DVD. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, uh, they they could have done it with like with one of the cereal box campaigns. If you remember that, remember yeah. opening up like a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and there's a, there's a DVD of Heathcliff and Super Mario Brothers three mm-hmm. for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You had the uh, the voices of Kathleen Barr, Ian James Corlett, Michael Donovan, Andrew Cavadas, uh, Scott McNeil, uh, and a bunch of others, which are all great voice actors um, and everything. Uh, so that was that was interesting. Um, but yeah, no Battletoads wasn't. What I would say the reason why we're starting with Battletoads tonight is because it's probably the best out of the three, even though it's not that great. But oh, out of yeah. out of the three, <laughs> so like I said before, after watching it, I watched this death battle thing from Screw Attack on on YouTube, where it was Leonardo versus Zitz. And obviously Leo won because they got him down into the sewer part of the level of the '87 TMNT game. And in in that the in the video, I don't. Have you ever seen this video? Basically, in the uh, video where I saw it this afternoon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Basically, in the video, Leo gets to sneak in and out through the sewer grates and through the sewer tunnels and basically kill the Battletoad character. <laughs> this is hilarious. Come on, Bubsy'll be right back. Alright, so Bubsy had a television pilot. Again, after I watched this, I watched, uh, I found something, uh, History of Bubsy by somebody on YouTube, and I watched that, and it's basically, you know, kind of what you would do sometimes on your, you know, on, on your YouTube, uh, not your YouTube, your, um, your Facebook page thing where you would show the history of various things, and this is similar to that. You know, where he talks about the games and the very short-lived cartoon pilot and whatever else. So I saw that. So I kind of have a history of Bubsy now where they wanted him to be the answer to Mario and Sonic. And let's face it, folks. Really, honestly, the answer to Mario and Sonic after the 16-bit generation was Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon. I mean, it it was Crash and Spyro all the way. And the sad thing is there was no real war between those two because Crash and Spyro were both on PlayStation. (laughs) They they actually ended up having, like, a crossover game at some point. There was uh, a couple of Game Boy Advance games that could uh, 
swap data between them. And one was a crash game and the other was a Spyro game. Oh, I would have killed for that on the big screen on the actual system. That would have been awesome. So yeah, the the Bubsy television pilot um, started had had it in animated animated form in '93, um, basically called "What Could Possibly Go Wrong," which is Bubsy's uh, catchphrase. <laughs> the motto uh, of the show. Yeah, produced by Calico Creations, Rob Paulson provides Bubsy's voice alongside voices from Tress McNeil, Jim Cummings, Pat Fraley, B.J. Ward, and Neil Ross. The pilot was not picked up, obviously, for a full series. And that's pretty much all the information. Like, the plot of this one, folks, is basically Bubsy has to save the world from verminous reality or virtue, Virgil reality or whatever. Virgil reality creates a, a virtual reality helmet, essentially. And this evil queen cat lady... Wants it to, you know, so she can make herself rich and what? It's your standard cartoon plot, and Bubsy consistently says that he's the hero of the piece, and he's not really the hero of the piece. He is, he's but annoying. Yeah, I love Rob Paulson to death. I've talked to that guy two times. I've interviewed him two different times in in the time I've been podcasting, but and I like him as the voice of Bubsy, but the character itself is annoying, and I wanted to. Kick that armadillo like the Patriots kick a field goal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, that armadillo got on my nerves more than Bubsy did. Well, fortunately, this, this show choked like the Falcons. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, you gotta love that Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, do, you, do you have any thoughts on the Bubsy cartoon? I, I just... I started it up and I didn't even get through the opening song and I just hated it. I hated every <laughs> minute of it. I, I don't. I was just kind of puzzled by it. I'm like, I could barely follow what was going on. It, it was something about a virtual reality helmet and it was basically making their thoughts real. And there was a bunch of stupid running gags that weren't funny. So that's the thing about running gags. They have to actually be funny or, or else they just turn into like a, a Mr. Nakamura joke. And please don't ask me to explain that. It's a long thing to explain. <laughs> you know what? You, you you know what? Honestly, you're probably better off explaining that because we'll be able to pad this episode at this point. <laughs> it's basically it's basically a running gag that fails. That's the best way I can describe okay. it. Okay. And um, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, Bubsy was a little weird. I did like the princess. Or not, not not the princess. That was um, that's um, damn it. That's Battletoads, Princess and yeah. Dark Queen. That's Battletoads. Oh. Well, there God. was the one girl who kept getting uh, Bubsy's Ever- name wrong. Yeah, I didn't the know. Only the only time I laughed is she called Bubsy by the right name, mm-hmm. and Bubsy goes, "You got my name right." She goes, "I did." <laughs> implying that she doesn't even care yep absolutely I like apathy that was funny <laughs> uh, it was funny um, but yeah I mean the Bubsy cartoon was just and then he finally so they go through this scene close to the end where they're fighting over the virtual helmet and everybody gets a wish essentially and then when Bubsy puts it on it goes haywire because Bubsy's nuts, you know, and that's and that's what Virgil Reality said. Oh, I need somebody who's who's happy or nuts, you know, and Bubsy's nuts. So basically, his his nutsoid brain destroys. I mean, he Bubsy is even crazier than Freakazoid, and Freakazoid's a good cartoon. Yeah, this is like this is like a half baked Freakazoid episode. That's what I was trying to think of. Mm, pretty it's, much. It's like, if this was a Freakazoid episode, they would have spent a bit more time writing it. Yeah, they would have. Yeah. Like, there's a germ of an idea here, and uh, it just didn't work. He said germ. Thank God you didn't say gem. <laughs> no, it's not a gem. It's, it's more of a misfit. Yeah, this, this episode is so not truly outrageous. Okay, so... We're going to send you over to Scorpion, folks, and then we'll be back as our journey begins.
It's action. It's drama. It's comedy. It's Decian, the superhero webcomic. Decian's got superhero antics and sexy girls. Read it now at Decian.com. D-A-S-I-E-N.com. That's right, folks. I threw in the real Mortal Kombat anthem, which they kind of use in this, but not to my satisfaction. Like, the best point of using the In the Journey Begins is when the New Line Cinema's logo comes up. <laughs> um, so yeah, The Journey Begins is meant to be a prequel to the 1995 classic Mortal Kombat 
film. I have always loved the the first film. I like Annihilation. I understand Annihilation is bad, but Annihilation is better than this. Oh yeah, it is. Close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Annihilation is way better than this. But no, I remember when the 1995 Mortal Kombat film came out. Uh, you know, Robin Shu as as Liu Kang. Um, uh, oh, Christopher, what's his name? God damn it, Christopher Lambert. There you go. Yeah, as Raiden. Um, uh, and Shang Tsung in that was awesome. Kerry uh, Tagawa, I believe, is his name. Right off the, uh, off the top of my head, I think that's what it is. But the problem with Journey Begins, right off the bat for me, is is the voice acting for certain characters. I have no qualms with Jennifer Hale being the voice of Sonya Blade because, personally, she was a better voice of Sonya than the actresses that were in the film, as far as the voice of the character goes. But, like, not getting Liu Kang to do... Or not getting Robin Shu to do Liu Kang, or not getting Kerry Tagawa to do... That, who, I, I believe it was Jim Cummings that did Shang in this. It might have been one of the other ones, but it was just one of those things where, oh my god, that does not sound like uh, Shang Tsung. It doesn't sound like he should sound. Um, and the fact that... Uh, it. The only interesting thing here is they reused the, uh, or they started to use the, come here, get over it. Like, I swear that's oh, yeah, the same. yeah, they used the actual assets from the game. I yeah. That. Yeah, I swear that's the same damn guy that did Scorpion in the game. It is. Um, and I it's love that like about it. Ed Boon's voice or uh, the other guy. Yeah. Because I think they did the voices. Yeah. Um, but this is just silly. You don't need a prequel to a movie that actually gives you the orally. The Mortal Kombat movie explains everything that this thing explains, but better. Christopher Lambert uh, has a better explanation, and whoever did the voice of Raiden in this just... Oh. No. I would almost say that this isn't even a cartoon. This is more like, a, like an animatic. Yeah. And you know what an animatic is? It's basically like... It's just, it's not even intended to be shown to the public. It's just uh, a presentation that very, very rapidly throws together the, the structure of the story. And mm -hmm. the animation style from scene to scene doesn't even have to be the same. It just has to convey the, the plot. Yeah. And that's what this is. It's like sometimes it's a cartoon, sometimes it's it's CGI for some reason. And it, it all seems to be very, uh, uh, you know, dependent on what, what's needed to be done. Like, obviously when they're doing the choreography of the fight scenes, they would go to, uh, go to, uh, the CGI because that's what's more practical. And if this was a finished cartoon, they would, they would have sent that to Korea and had them actually animate over that. But this is like, this is like something that's not even finished. And did you notice that like some of the, some of the assets were, were cut and pasted, like, uh, all the Baraka clones, that was all the same run cycle. It was the same character pasted over and over into a single shot. Yeah. That was that just was, lazy. That was bad. That was very lazy. And I don't want to... I don't want to get in trouble for this, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to. Why did you have a... Why did you have Goro be yellow and his brother be brown? 
I, I mean, didn't did, even think about that. Did, did, I mean, did did you see the colors of the two characters when they're fighting over the the jewel or gem or whatever the hell it is? The I, Chaos Emerald. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it looked like a Chaos Emerald. It kind of did, which kind of ties into what we'll be talking about for the rest of this year. But we'll get to that at the end of the podcast. Um, you know. But yeah, Goro is yellow, and his brother, I forget what his brother's name is off the top of my head, because this just was kind of a blur to me. Honestly, and I know you say this a lot, so I'm stealing your line, the best part of this was the ending, because you had the cool Mortal Kombat theme, and you had the character uh, profiles as the ending credits. (laughs) With them on crazy-looking baseball card things for some odd reason. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, I. I don't think I could ever watch these ever again. Thank God none of these got a series. Yeah. <laughs> like I said at the beginning, this did not. This was not meant for air. This was sent out as a as a home video release. Mm-hmm. And there there is a DVD and or Blu-ray release of it. I know. I don't. It, the the thing I was reading didn't specify if they meant Mortal Kombat the movie or the other cartoon series that it was released with. Right. It was probably the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, folks. I think that's going to do it for episode sixty nine. I almost wish Stripperella had a second season. God, that show was funny. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, coming up uh, next time around, Steve Megatron's going to be joining Neil and I to talk about Donkey Kong Country, the animated series on overall whole. I'm going to try to watch as many episodes of Donkey Kong Country as I can between now and then. And uh, that'll be episode 70. And then after that, Neil and I start celebrating 25 years of Sonic the Hedgehog. We're going to go through the Dark Sonic, which is Sad AM, and then we're going to go through the Comedy Sonic, which is Adventures of Sonic, and then after that, episode 95, I believe, is we start talking about the merchandising, because that's what it always comes down to, right, Yogurt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mario the movie, Mario the video game, Mario the thermos! <laughs> Mario the flamethrower! <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> All right, folks, you can uh, catch us on uh, geekcastradio.com. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Keep helping us find those pixels in the animation. Where can the people find you, sir? Decian.com. There's new, there's actual new stuff being put on the site this time. Yay! Got, got two new, uh, well, I got like half a chapter posted in the Liberty of the American Girl section, and then there's. There's a new comic called Energy called Energize that uh, is going to be releasing like every week or every other week. I haven't decided yet, but uh, hmm. that will be that will be running. And at some point, I'll get back to the main decision storyline and finish up that chapter. Cool. But a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff getting posted. And you can check out Parker's Twitter at uh, P Lynn Bailey. Don't go to the bathroom on her. Like I said before, I couldn't get her name as a Twitter account because someone else had it. God damn it. <laughs> you could have done Park, P-A-R-C. I, yeah, I could have. 
Oh crap! All right, folks. Like I said, coming up next, we're uh, we're all gonna go ape. Okay. It's the ape escape. <laughs> gotta go ape spit. <laughs>